そびえる黒金の城スーパーロボットマジンガー Z 無敵の力は僕らのために正義の心をパイルダウン飛ばせ鉄拳ロケットパンチ今だ出すんだプレストファイヤーマジンコンマジンコンマジンガーゼ Let me tell you something, brother. My main man, Jared Adams, is a Genesis Gym supporter dude on Patreon. He's no pencil neck geek. He knows what's up. Thank you, Jared, for being you and supporting the Genesis Gyms, brother. Good day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 57 of the Genesis Gems Podcast. I am one of the hosts, Nick Stevens, and with me tonight is... Aaron. Hey, how's it going, guys? What's up? We've got a couple more guys with us tonight. Who's there? Uh, Rob's hanging in here. What's Whoa. up, guys? Whoa, who let that host head in? <laughs> yeah, who let him in here? <laughs> I stuck in. You know how I roll. And Landon must have, like, opened the door for you, and you pushed him aside. He's not here. Yeah, well, you know, the, the, the real show's arrived. Oh, no, the, those gums and that was the, it. The, the real show hasn't introduced himself yet. Who else is it? Oh, that's true. Oh, and it's me, Joe Copel. Yeah. How's it Joe. going, guys? It's Joe. Joe has an awesome show on our network, which I think hopefully is coming out of uh, retirement. All right. <laughs> so I do an awesome podcast called the Radical Retro Roundup. Um, it is literally a retro podcast that has been slightly off by a couple months. Um, but I am coming back. It is not dead. And uh, we just pick retro topics. I usually have a random guest and we just rift. And uh, it's family friendly like everything else on the um, network. So I definitely encourage people to check it out. And also I have a Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash groups slash Radical Retro Roundup, which I try to be active in. So please come on over and check that out and check out the podcast, which can be found at any of your wonderful podcast retailers. Nice. Awesome. And I just wanted to mention, your mic sounds so much better than when you first started. <laughs> I actually have a night professional mic now. Sound good. Yes. <laughs> Kudos to you, sir. That's awesome. Kudos to Greg, uh, George Vosper, because he's the one who actually <laughs> sent me his old mic when he bought a new one. So oh, that's yes. why it sounds nice. so great. Wow. Yeah, we'll put your uh, Facebook page on the show notes as well for all the listeners out there to easily Excellent. click. It. Absolutely. <laughs> cool, man. Good show, man. Good, Good show. Thank you. Show. Thank you. Good deal. All right, guys. Well, Rob, how have you been? I bet the listeners have been wanting to hear what in the world you're up to. Watch, watching, ah! the, watching the Penguins win, rooting them on. Oh, God. <laughs> don't get me started. Jeez. Yeah. I. It's 6 to nothing right now. It's Game 5 of the NHL Finals, and uh, I'm just ticked off because... You know, of course, my true love is the Flyers, of course. But uh, you know, you you get you get your girlfriend team. You know, your your team you pull for when your team's out, and that was the National Predators, and they've gotten their butts kicked in this game. But other than that, you know, it's still been a good series. But other than that, 
Um, just just moving into a new house, just kind of getting readjusted, enjoying some time off. Um, our last week of school was about uh, about six, seven days ago, so it's been nice to have a uh, little bit of time off and spend it with a little man. Nice. How's he doing? Excellent. Oh, he's doing good. He's, he's learning all sorts of words, running around, and he's keeping me in shape, I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is an important question. Okay. Does he like Sega or Nintendo better? Ooh. Oh, mm. he said. Uh, he said no Sega does when Nintendo don't. <laughs> <laughs> Full sentence. You know, you can't, right. you can't. He barely knows any other words, but he knows from that the, whole spiel. From the I'm pretty mouth sure of babes. That, <laughs> I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure Rob posted the first words that he said was Sega. <laughs> I couldn't Think be more. I remember. I posted this in Genesis Gems. I think I got my, my youngest daughter to say Sega at one point <laughs> when I was playing Sonic 2, and it was just priceless. It was great. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. You got to raise them right. Couldn't be more proud, Rob. Yeah. Proud of you. Uh, you know, I try. <laughs> Enjoy them while they're young. Mine's 16 now, so. <laughs> what about Yeah, my, my oldest is eight. Not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah, my oldest turned seven, so it's like, oh, where'd it go? We're getting old, fellas. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. This is the Old Farts Podcast. The Old Farts Podcast, <laughs> where we play old video games and complain about everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Grumpy old men. Have you gotten your prostate checked? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Prostate Podcast. The Prostate Podcast. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> the geezer gyms. Anyways. That's right. If you guys would like to connect with us, Check us out on our website at www.genesisgymspodcast.com. Go read the articles from Nick D. Just posted the newest Barney's Hide and Seek game Nick D. wrote. Good stuff. Go check that out. And check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash genesisgymspodcast. You can join our Facebook group where most of the interaction happens at www.facebook.com slash group slash genesisgyms. Send us an email over at genesisgymspodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at Twitter, Twitter at Gen Gems. We are on iTunes. We're on Stitcher. I believe we're in TuneIn Radio. I haven't confirmed that yet, but I sent a little email confirmation. So I believe it was Sean Robinson who requested that. So Sean, let us know if we're on there. I haven't been able to check yet. Not been able, but I just haven't. So go check it out. And we are part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com. Uh, big thing here, guys. Hey, Patreon, right? All you listeners, go to Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash genesisgems. We're almost at our goal. Our goal was to get about $100 a month, so our hosting would be free. Uh, we have so many episodes out there on Podomatic right now that I had to increase the limit to the storage and all that fun stuff to the $80 a tier. And so that's $80 a month. And now we also have to pay for um, our website hosting a couple other things like that. So the $100 a month would actually get us completely free. Uh, some of that money is going back into the podcast, like uh, giving back some of the gifts that uh, you all have been sh- receiving. I know we sent out a t-shirt. We also sent out a mouse pad. There's some other cool things in the works. So go check us out there. There's already three episodes. The next episode coming up, guys, is a special one. We're going to be covering Snatcher on the Sega CD. So go check that out. And um, yeah, and since since the last episode, we did a good new iTunes review. I said I was going to go out and beg for an iTunes review, and I didn't. <laughs> but we did get one. He's going to go out on the streets. and uh... Yeah, right? That's right. He's so, gonna uh, bake for, <laughs> bake for iTunes reviews. We'll have like a little cup that says, uh, you know, quarters for iTunes reviews. Alms <laughs> for the poor. <laughs> we'll podcast for reviews. Yeah. Right. But uh, this review is five stars. It comes from Ty Bogey, and it's titled "Awesome Show." 
one of the best retro shows in podcasting. The amount of detail and effort these guys put into each episode is extensive, and they always know a lot about everything to cover. Although I'm more of a Nintendo guy, I had Genesis and Saturn and had and have a lot of memories of both. I also enjoy the rivalry this podcast has with the two dudes, which is always funny to hear about. Keep up the great work, guys. So, hey, thanks, Ty Bogey. Wow. Appreciate thanks. that. And, you know, despite your love of Nintendo, we still appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, you know how that goes. <laughs> our, rival, our rivalry is not with you. Okay. I had trouble right. saying that word, too. I was like, rivalry. 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 <laughs> pronunciation mm-hmm. okay right <laughs> all right guys well, rubber buggy <laughs> rubber baby buggy bumpers blah, 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 there you blah, blah, go <laughs> i might have mentioned this in the podcast but i was in a meeting one day in front of like 30 people and i was presenting some powerpoint and i started stuttering and i just looked at them all and i said words are hard <laughs> i had like five people laugh and the rest of them are just looking at me like oh crap like freak yeah Sarcasm, not here. All right. Get off the stage, nerd. <laughs> well, let's get back to boring logistics. <laughs> right. All right. All right, guys. Well, let's get right into the next part here. This is Sega Snippets. Tap one, two. Sega. Now it's time for Sega Snippets. Alrighty, so this is the part of the show, Joe, and you know what we do here. We talk about random Sega stuff we've been doing. Um, I'll go first real quick. I don't have much, but uh, Aaron sent me a nice file that contained Typing of the Dead for the PC. Holy Excellent. crap. I was playing the crap out of that game the other night. I beat the first four levels, which was just great. Have you all played that? It's basically House of the Dead, except you don't have a light gun. You just type words that appear over the zombie's head as fast as you can. Really cool. It uh, came out on the Dreamcast, of course, um, and the PC. So uh, we're we are going to cover that eventually on a Patreon episode because I'm having way too much fun with it not to do it. But uh, that's the game I've been playing. I appreciate you sending that my way. Sending that my way. Sending that my way, Aaron. I can't talk. Sending hey, it my you're way. welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> that's like a repeating record. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much all I've been into. So how about you guys? Uh, you know, not not much for for me. Um, besides, of course, I mentioned last time I beat East three. On uh, Sega Genesis, which kind of got me to start exploring the, more of the E series, and it's—I'm telling you guys—it's an awesome series. There are so many good games to check out in that series. Uh, I've just been blowing through uh, the first game, um, and I've kind of been playing it right alongside um, my my buddy uh, Paul from Retro Obscure, also on the Master System Masterpieces podcast. He's playing the Master System version. And uh, I'm playing the TurboGrafx-16, the the CD version, and we're just kind of comparing notes. Uh, and yeah, it's it's just a fun game, worth worth checking out. Nice. So that's about it for me. Uh, kind of Sega related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, mine has not been much. Uh, I did finally get to play a little bit of Sega. Uh, last week, and I was playing a little bit of Castle, Castlevania Bloodlines, just trying to get some Castlevania on, uh, and forgot how much I love this game. And I played a little bit of. Uh, I always go I, when I play Bloodlines. I have to play Castlevania Four too. I don't know why. I always compare those two for some reason. I love them both for their own reasons. But uh, other than that, the only other thing that uh, I've really been playing is uh, Super Off Road. I uh, forgot how terrible I am at that game. <laughs> and uh, Tournament Golf, Arnold Palmer's uh, Tournament Golf for the Sega Genesis. So that that's just, it's been about it for me. Uh, it's been kind of a dry dry month, but things are calming down now where I can actually play a little bit more. You know what? And, uh, I forgot to mention this. I don't know why I thought of this, uh, 
But I did actually play something else uh, on the Genesis, guys. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the Fantastic Adventures of Dizzy. I don't know if you've ever played that game or played no. any of the Dizzy games. They were much more popular um, in the UK. And, um, yeah, it, pretty pretty interesting game. You, you think it would be kind of a kid's game, uh, but it's really hard. It's uh, You get three lives and that's it. That's the end of the game. <laughs> And it's definitely a it's a puzzle adventure game. Um, hopefully, we'll cover it at some point on the show. It's very colorful. Um, got some pretty decent music. Uh, but yeah, that the challenge of the game. Part of the the big problem with the game is the fact that you only have three inventory slots, which is a big deal with most of the <laughs> busy games. So you're constantly cycling between different items that you need to like you know unlock doors no. or solve little puzzles. So it's like, oh well, I left this item in this area. Now I got to go pick it up, pick up something else over here. Um, <laughs> oh, I picked up a snorkel. Oh, I accidentally dropped it while I was underwater. So now I'm going to drown. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Uh, oh, one thing, Rob. You mentioned Arnold Palmer's tournament golf, right? Oh yeah. Is that the one where you can unlock Fantasy Zone or like a uh, like a little Fantasy Zone mini game? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, you were you were talking game. about that a few episodes ago, Aaron. I, I think that's the exact one you were talking about. Yeah, uh, and it's some crazy thing you have to do to to actually unlock it. I think it's like go out of bounds a hundred times or something like that. Hit, hit, hit pause and pour, <laughs> well, pour a glass. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Hit the ball a hundred times on the first hole without landing on the green. You will get a game over on the game over screen. Press up. Up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. Oh, wow. It, it's like, here's a game you might be good at. Yeah, and it, it <laughs> unlocks a, a little uh, Fantasy Zone mini game. Wow, you, you I, got that, I did not know You got know that, that memorized, Rob? You got all that memorized? <laughs> yeah. Well, thank God we're recording. <laughs> Shoot. Oh, I'm sure you just, you'll YouTube it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good music in that game, too, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. Uh, it's, 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 it's always a nice surprise when sports games have actual good music. <laughs> yeah. I, I know it. It seems like golf games always do, too. I learned that from uh, Legacy Music Hour. I used to listen to that show a lot. And uh, anytime they played a golf game, usually the music, music was catchy for me. I don't know why. Huh. Oh, like Neo Turf Masters, Neo Geo. It's really oh, good. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joe? You've been doing so, anything Sega-wise lately. Yeah, I've actually been doing a lot Sega-wise. Yeah. Hey, my oh, guy. Man, that's like man. Mr. Stevens, I ended up getting... Uh, not just typing of the dead, but I got typing of the dead overkill. Oh, on Steam. Oh, oh on I Steam. Do have that. It was it was on sale, and I got the collection that also came with all the DLC and the actual typing of the dead overkill. Such a good game. So I got both versions, which was really nice. Um, I only played the typing version so far, which is super fun. Um, I also got this thing. It's I, I want to say it's called like Genbit or something like that, but it's a cartridge that fits into your Super Nintendo. And an AV out goes up to your TV, and you can play Sega Genesis yeah, games on I your Super Nintendo. Yep. Huh. Um, I basically bought this, one, because I got it for three bucks. Two, because of the fact that my Genesis is in my office, where I'm recording now, and my Super Nintendo is sitting in my living room. <laughs> <laughs> so my it's easy to just to unplug my EverDrive, which is the other thing I got, Um and just move it from the office to the living room or vice versa, whichever it is that I'm playing. So it's kind of nice. 
And uh, yeah, the EverDrive. Let me tell you, that is probably the best thing I have bought. Yes. Um, not only does it do Genesis games, but um, it'll do Master System games. I think there's only two or three games that aren't compatible on both systems. And it will also do 32X games, which I found very interesting. So mm. now I'm on the lookout for a 32X so that I can actually try that out and see how that works. Um, and then, of course, I played this wonderful game, Mazen Saga, because I needed a little bit of a refresher. Although at least once a year I pop you know, the game in to play it. Um, I, it's been a while since I've played. So I, I sat down with that for a bit and actually about a half hour before, well, about an hour before we recorded, I actually went on Facebook Live and streamed uh, my first uh, level gameplay and gave some thoughts while I was playing, so cool, That's nice. good stuff. Yeah, yeah, I need to get that overkill typing of the dead. I forgot how much fun that game was. Oh, Don't play it around your kids. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Funny story. So I got that for the Wii, and my son wanted to play, and I hadn't played it yet. So I said, "Yeah, sure, we'll play co-op two-player." <laughs> Right from the first cutscene, I'm sitting there looking at him going, well, I guess the door's open now. <laughs> Can't really go back and say, nope, we're not playing this. <laughs> All those words we talked about? Yeah. You're going to hear much. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, my kids come home from school, and he's like, uh, my friend said a dirty word. Do you want to hear it? I'm like, I really don't want to, and don't ever say it in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, buddy. No, but like... Uh, this is the kind of game I wish I could have learned to type with. I remember having like Mavis Beacon teaches typing when I was back in school. Yeah. I'm like, man, yes. why can't Mavis I? Mavis get... Bacon. Bacon. <laughs> Mavis Bacon. Nice Better with that. <laughs> oh, I remember the little game where you're like driving down the road and every time you misspell a word, a fly would splatter on the window or something. Right. <laughs> Isn't there like a? Yeah, I was trying to think, man. The ones I I had Typing Tutor, and I don't know if there was a Sonic one. I know there was a Mario one though. Nah, Mario. Yeah. Nah. Nah. <laughs> well, but we all know typing of the dead's the best, best one. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Is it really Aaron? I think we should ask you more questions because this next segment is called Ask Aaron. Aaron Hickman is a dude who knows a lot about Sega games. Ask him questions. It's okay. And he will answer them if he wants. Hey wow. now. <laughs> Segway. That's that's Segway. Segway. All right. So, ask Aaron. That's right. (laughs) On this week's edition of Ask Aaron. Yes. Uh, I love his new interest. Yes. He still knows a lot about Sega games. (laughs) That's right. I'm here to impart my wisdom on the world. (laughs) Uh, So, I, I like to just. You know, because you're listening to this podcast, you can't see the pictures that, that Nick uh, picks for the Ask Aaron segment. And this time, it's it's a picture of me. I'm singing next to my brother uh, at a karaoke bar, and uh, there's a very strong like neon green light on me. So <laughs> someone made mention of that fact, just to let you know in advance. <laughs> um, so Chris Vanderhuff asks, "Do you moonlight as a lounge singer?" <laughs> Actually, Chris, I moonlight as a Genesis Gems host. Oh, bam! And I'm I a can see it. Singer Let that blow your mind. All day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Sean Muldowney 
asks, Growing up without many arcade machines around me, I never had a chance to play many, so my favorite arcade game was the Simpsons game that played kind of like Devil Dragon. It's the only arcade cab I've wanted. If you could buy one arcade cab and there wouldn't be additional costs, like higher electric bills, what <laughs> cab would you buy? Oh, you mean besides like a a, a MAME cab? <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't cheat. It's like it's like when you like think someone's like, oh, if, if you could have like a, a genie, uh, what would you wish for? It'd be like, uh, infinite wishes. More wishes. <laughs> uh, no, to answer that question fairly, I actually thought about it, and the original Tempest for me is just my go-to classic game. Anytime I'm in an arcade and they, they have Tempest, it's just one of the, I think, just one of the most beautiful uh, vector color vector graphics games, and, and they're getting more and more rare because uh, uh, the vector graphics technology uh, is just dying out. They don't make those monitors anymore. So to me, it's it's a true piece of uh, a true piece of history, and, and something that's becoming more and more rare um, as that technology dies out. And and I, I think vector graphics in general are just timeless. And I, and I think Rob can attest to this because he's got a Vectrex. Uh, oh, big time! Just how cool vector graphics look, um, even in black and white. There's something about uh, just. It, it was almost like HD, HD graphics without being <laughs> HD um, back in those times. Um, it, I swear, if I would have actually been around when that Vectrex came out, it would have just blown me away. Um, but yeah, for me, it's it's got to be Tempest. Uh, this, I think this is such a good question. I kind of want to roundtable it real quick to you guys. If, if any of you want to pipe in and say what must-own arcade game you would have. Ooh. <laughs> Miss Pac-Man, I'd have to do that. I'd love Miss Pac-Man. Good choice. Love it. Yeah. Don't play it on a Nomad. <laughs> <laughs> you will fail. <laughs> it just won't work. Uh, mine's a toss-up between Turtles. I gotta, I gotta probably Titles. choose Turtles. The Turtles, yeah. Toilets. And uh, a close second would be uh, Root Beer Tapper or Tapper. Oh, Tapper! I love that game. game. And you it's such a pretty that. cabinet. Yeah, even on the 2600, it's a really good game. Surprise. Yeah, I agree. I love that game. It's uh, very solid. See, mine's a toss-up as well. I love the old side-scrolling beat-em-ups like Simpsons Arcade, TMNT, Double Dragon. Um, but I have a soft spot for Star Wars: The Arcade Game, and it's yeah. got to be the one. It's got to be the one that you sit down in. <laughs> yes, I, the environmental yeah. cab. Yes, yes I. Awesome. I love that. Um, probably a runner-up would probably be um, Road Blasters because that's another yeah. one that you oh. sit in and it it's like a low profile. Like I, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I went up to New Hampshire to uh, Fun Spot and actually played in a Road Blasters. Cabin. Oh wow! <laughs> and uh, at thirty-five. Um, it was a little difficult to get in and out of. <laughs> I, I understand so, that. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, not being a small guy doesn't help. <laughs> Heard of that. <laughs> oh, man. All, all, all good answers, and I uh, appreciate the feedback. Um, yeah, man, I'm right there with you. I, I wish I wasn't living in an apartment <laughs> right. so I could actually have an arcade cab. One day, one day, I, I would love to have arcade cab in uh, a pinball or two uh, so hey 
the next question comes from Joe. Guys, it's Whoa. amazing. It's like oh, whoa. Uh, third wall's so been Joe, taken out. Like it's right. <laughs> third wall? You mean the fourth wall? <laughs> I'm tired. Unless we're maybe we're in a we're in a pyramid, so I'm it makes sorry. sense. You're right. Fourth wall. I even heard that today on some story I was listening to on the way home, and I slaughtered it. It's the gem wall. Failed it. Right. You know, snailed it. That's failed it. Failed it. Right. Failed. All right. So Joe asks, growing up, I had many chances to go to Chuck E. Cheese and play some great games. What's your favorite arcade title? Um, let's see. Favorite arcade title. Uh, when I was in, I'm trying to think, as a kid, Smash TV was way up there. Star Wars Arcade, of course. Simpsons. Uh, a lot of those classics. X-Men. Uh, Galaga, uh, Miss Pac-Man, like obvious choices, uh, and some Sega ones too. Like, uh, especially loved Outrun. Anytime I played Outrun, um, but specifically, what was it? Um, what's that Konami shooter that they put out on Sega Genesis and on Super Nintendo? That was like a old West uh, side-scrolling shooter. Uh, was that Wild Guns? Was it Wild Guns? Sunset Riders? Sunset Riders, yeah. I was like, yeah, I, at go. first I, I thought Wild Guns, but no, it's Sunset Riders. <laughs> yep, I yep. remember playing Sunset Riders at Chuck E. Cheese and just being enthralled with that game. That's still a fantastic game to play. Definitely. Uh, so that, and an and all-time classic for me, I, I love playing Tetris anytime I see it in an arcade. <laughs> uh, I can always get down on that. Like Rob said, I, I'm a huge fan of Tapper. I'm a huge fan of uh, any of the, the classic 80s titles. Mm. Um, anytime I see Battle Zone, I gotta like go up into the <laughs> VR goggles and just peer there. It, it's like you're in another world. It still it still grabs me. Uh, anything like that, and of course, Tempest is is my all time favorite. I think. But uh, moving right along here, uh, Andrew Cohen asks: Is there a current generation game that you think would have made a good Genesis game? If so, which developer would you have done the best job of creating it? And how would you imagine it playing? Oh, Ooh, man. It's a loaded one. Whew. That's, uh, <laughs> wish I would have had time to prepare for that one. Um, I don't know. With, with uh, the capability of the Sega Genesis, I could imagine um, there have been a few games that have played out kind of like Toe Jam and Earl that I could imagine on the Sega Genesis that are more modern takes, like Don't Starve, which is a pretty pretty cool um roguelike type game or roguelite whatever you want to call it um definitely games in the roguelike genre uh that have been coming out lately i think would make a good fit on the Sega genesis as far as um my best pick though um there was a game <laughs> that played an awful lot like sonic but it was called freedom planet which you can get on steam which is a really cool game um that i think Hey, if Sega would have made it, it would have been great on <laughs> on the Sega Genesis. The Freedom Planet. If you're talking about a more modern, like 3D game, I'm trying to think uh, of a game that you could boil down to its essence and turn into a great 2D game that's already kind of 3D. And uh, you know, it's it's kind of hard. I I want to say I I would love to see like Shenmue. <laughs> or like a Yakuza game as a two-dimensional like RPG exploration game uh, and that turns into a beat-em-up. Like, oh, that would be cool. cool. Yeah. I'd be down for that. 
so you know, it's it, I kind of have to stretch my mind a little bit just to go. Okay, what what games have I played lately that I even think would would even work here? You know, maybe like Rocket League as a two dimensional game um, where you're you know you're flying around a uh, a soccer field, cars and a soccer ball. It's a pretty simple concept, but you know maybe it could work well as a 2D game. Who knows? Great question. Thank you, Andrew. So Ross Beck asks, what's your favorite FMV game? Ooh, great question. Night Trap. No. <laughs> Night Trap, the gameplay is kind of garbage, to be honest. Like I, I don't slag it as much as some other people do, because I actually owned it and played it, and a lot of people just... <laughs> Say, oh, it's that game that, you know, got all the attention. And uh, uh, no, I was a bigger fan of it's a toss up between Double Switch, which I spent a lot of time on. And I think had uh, Corey Haim in it. And okay. it also had Arlie Ermey from Full Metal Jacket, which he was a scary dude in that movie. And then in this one, he's kind of like the he's a handyman uh, and Double Switch is I, I think just a, a better playing game. It's it's very similar to Night Trap, but just a better playing game. Uh, and then Ground Zero Texas, I think, uh, is right up there. And then there's also Sherlock Holmes uh, Consultant Detective because most of the gameplay uh, doesn't necessarily involve the FMV portion. You know, you, you watch little FMV videos. I don't know. Maybe that answers your question. Uh, but if I had to pick between the three, it would probably be Ground Zero Texas just because it's so cheesy. But I live in Texas, and uh, it's obviously California. But <laughs> as Texas is in the title, come on, guys. It's about aliens. There you go. How about uh, one, one, one I liked that was pretty hilarious was uh, Fox Hunt on uh, Sony PlayStation. Capcom did that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that a good one. pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think, and there was like Mad Dog McCree, and there was Who <laughs> Shot Johnny Rock, and yeah. I, I mean, I can list off. Eventually, we will cover an FMB game, and you know, all four discs of it. But uh, <laughs> technically, you could call. Um, if we were saying my favorite FMB, man, I should have just thought of this first. Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars, Rebel Assault. Oh yeah, Amen. Is the obvious choice. Because <laughs> you get the Star Wars assets plus some new things, and you definitely get some F- FMV in there. I can't remember if it's from the actual movies, but I know there's a lot of FMV in it. No, it was all uh, fresh FMV. They recorded it just for the game, both oh, one and nice. two. Yeah, nice. And, yeah, I, I, and, had, uh, I had part two on PlayStation. Love that game. Yeah, I thought those were really fun. Yeah. Ended up being just rail shooters, pretty much, but they were yep. fun games. Okay, so Jonathan Grayson asks, ever been on a donkey ride? Want to go on a donkey ride? What? <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG... I was like, I was like is, wait, wait a minute, is that, is that something I'm no, not getting? I'm very gullible. Someone a, it's someone actually riding a donkey in Minecraft. I usually have to go look up stuff on Urban Dictionary. I'm like, I don't get uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a dumb song like that? Like, let me ride that donkey or something like that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I there is a, a dirty song. connotation to that, so I will not answer that question. <laughs> uh, so Nick DeMarco asks, <laughs> by the looks of things... <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> 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 
Uh, that's, I think it's Honky Tonk for Donkey Kong. I don't know. I thought I said Donkey Kong. Did you say Donkey Kong but Donkey Kong? That's what I was trying to do. Yeah, I'm taking on the <laughs> third wall no here, guys. The third one, yeah. <laughs> the third wall here, okay. yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Nick DeMarco, our fearless uh, writer of the Genesis Gems Dungeon, asks, By the looks of things, you were abducted by aliens, upset with how hard you rock. Did the aliens look more like from the movie Aliens or more like Alf from Planet Wellmac? Or Melmac, I'm sorry. Um, you know, I'm going to have to ask Gordon Shemway, who did the voice of Alf. Maybe he can tell me. Maybe that's... Okay, so Ian McCary asks, what is love? Uh, with a nice animated gif of... Uh, is it animated gif? I don't know. It's Hathaway from his hit singles, one hit, what is love? He's asking what is love? What is love? Aaron, don't hurt me. <laughs> And someone asked this the other time, and, and they took it away. Uh, baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. So there you go. <laughs> so Trevor Franklin asks, would you eat Sanic? And he's showing a picture of <laughs> I saw this. a Sonic the Hedgehog popsicle, which looks pretty derpy because uh, his eyeballs are kind of going in opposite direction. <laughs> and absolutely I would because I heard if you eat a Sonic popsicle, you become Sonic. I don't. Is that true, guys? Yes. Yeah, okay. Just make Absolutely. It it's got to be. I mean, I, I at least know it raises my blood sugar. That's a start. So. <laughs> All right. So, Stephen Michael asks, where's the gym? And it's that way. I can't really... Uh... At Genesis Gym? <laughs> At Genesis yeah. Gym. I'm Joe's trying to right do here. like the... <laughs> where's the gun show? It's that way. <laughs> It's hard part to do on an audio podcast. Best part on Tommy Boy, he, he walks out there, that girl swimming in the pool. He's like, uh, you know which way the gym's at? Yeah, you know where the, can you tell me where the rape room is? That's what it was. Something like that. <laughs> well, that uh, about wraps up the Ask Aaron segment. Thank you guys so much. Uh, please keep the questions coming, and I will do my best to answer them. Yeah, and for those of you who don't know where to find the Ask Aaron segment, it's on our groups page at facebook.com slash groups slash Genesis Gyms. I never say that. I thought that would be a good bit of information. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, hey, Joe, game on. Game on. Hey, game on, Aaron. Game on. Game on, Rob. Game on. Game on. Yeah, game on. Sega. All right. Ma- is it Mazen Saga or Mazen Saga? Uh... Yeah, I always I would say, say Mason, but Mason. That's so what I, I said. I heard the original Japanese. Um, you know that um, the track that was played at the beginning of the show. If you hear the uh, the guy actually singing, it sounds like um, Mazen. 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 Yeah. I don't know. It's Japanese. It's from a Mazinger. Manga. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> Mazinger. Mazinger. Mazinger Z. So yeah. So be- before Mazen we go any Saga further. Before we go any further, do you think we could take a quick little break so I can run to the bathroom? <laughs> sure. Hey, this is a first. Hey, everybody. Sorry. Sorry. I want to say this. Everybody, we're going to take a break. <laughs> I just, I just, I just downed three bottles of water in this small little time frame. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll be All back right. on be Genesis right Gyms. BRB. <laughs>
So, uh, Maze and Saga, Mutant Fighter. Ah. Yeah. This is an obscure game, in my opinion. I know Joe is on the show because he uh, suggested this game, and we went to a vote, and it got voted. And Joe's yes. like, hey. Finally. Yeah, he's, <laughs> like, he's like, hey, can I talk about this game? I'm like, yeah, man, come on. That's how all that works. Just like that. Just like that conversation. <laughs> That's right. But um, I don't have any memories. I, I think this is a good time to let Joe kind of take over, like, his memories of this game, how he stumbled upon it, or, you know, what your connection is with this. Um, yeah, you have any yeah. memories, Joe? Yeah, actually, um, so this, it's actually a really funny memory. Um, this almost goes with my NES memory that I did with the two dudes. So I want to say it was, geez, Hanukkah of 90, maybe 91. What year did this game come out? 93. 93, so it was that late. Okay, so it was Hanukkah of 93 then because I ended up, for Hanukkah, I ended up getting Mortal Kombat 2 and um, Sonic 2? Yeah, Sonic 2 as gifts for Hanukkah. I didn't have a system yet. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I understand so, that. <laughs> so I ended up getting these games, and I'm like, okay, so I'm getting a Genesis for Christmas. And, of course, my parents were like, what? I think your uncle may have made a mistake, so <laughs> unfortunately we might have to return these games. And I'm like, oh, oh you're oh. kidding me, right? So, of course, thankfully, Han- uh, Hanukkah was only like three days, like when we celebrated, it was only three days before Christmas, so I didn't have to wait too long. Um, so I ended up, Christmas Day, we're opening up gifts, and I'm, I'm getting all this cool stuff, action figures and everything else, and... Finally, this big box is sitting in the back of the tree. And my mom says, okay, here's the big box, and here's some little boxes that go with it. I knew instantly what it was, obviously. <laughs> so I ripped the thing open. Here it is, a beautiful Genesis that comes with Sonic 2. So I, now I have an extra copy of Sonic 2. And then I start tearing apart games, and one of them happened to be Mazen Saga. Wow. And my mom literally said, I don't know if you're going to like that game, but the box looked cool. <laughs> and I, I, I stared at the box and I said, yeah, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> so believe it or not, um, I fired up the Genesis. And instead of playing Sonic 2, I popped in Maze and Saga. And uh, I fell in love with the game. Um, this was my first introduction to like side-scroll beat-em-ups on the Genesis. And I, I think it was a pretty good in- introduction. Um Overall, um, it's a pretty solid side-scroller. Um, the big, giant boss at the end of each level, which uh, I'm sure we'll cover, um, is a great concept. I really like the fact that, um, like I showed actually earlier on my stream, like if you see the way his shoulders move in the background, you can actually tell which hand he's going to try to grab you at, and you can plan your attack. So it was yeah. uh, it was fun. It was re- it was really uh, enjoyable, and uh, definitely started off my Sega experience on a high note. Wow! So this this is the first one you ever played as far as Sega games go? Absolutely. Wow! That's <laughs> I mean, awesome. obviously, I played Sonic on like the demo like systems that they had at Sears at the time, but <laughs> I mean, that's the you know they, they give you what five minutes if that before the system would reset <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah i think you have you probably have more history with this game than, than all of us combined <laughs> that's true <laughs> yep yeah, take I... a wild guess here uh just because it you know mazinger mazinger is just not a very well-known uh, intellectual property here in the u.s 
even though it's actually like the granddaddy of all mecha, <laughs> apparently. Right? Yeah. Uh, kind of started the whole mecha craze. It, it kind of set the standard for like how tall Japanese robots should be. <laughs> you know, Fifty-two. Uh, these 50 foot you know monstrosities um but yeah for me as a kid i just never remember seeing this game and i i don't know how rare it was uh and, and i definitely remember uh you know other a uh, few other mecha game games coming out or you know like uh i remember playing mech warrior uh or what it was either mech warrior or battle tech i forgot what it was called on the sega genesis but i remember playing that uh, and having fun with that, playing like Battle Cores on uh, Sega CD. So I was definitely familiar with these types of games, but I, I never got a chance to play this one until later uh, in, in emulation. And then mm. uh, much later, seeing in YouTube videos like, hey, yeah, this really is a, a, a really fluid looking game. Like just the, uh, the animations in this game are amazing. Yeah. Man. Amazing. <laughs> Someone had to make that joke. <laughs> It's an amazing title. Uh-huh. <laughs> How about you, Rob? What about you guys? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've never seen this game ever before. Uh, but yeah, if, if I was just going by the cover like, uh, you know, Joe's mom was, yeah, I would have I would have bought this right away because it, it's an awesome cover. Um, and playing it for the first time, man, oh, it's – I know we're going to get into it, but it's uh, – Let's just say it's a good introduction into the beat 'em up uh, genre for Joe. Yeah, and let's be real. I, I mean, the price probably had something to do with it too. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Say it. laughs> I'm sure it was in the discount bin or something. <laughs> Not anymore. We'll get to that later. <laughs> oh no! Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, ever since like anytime anything appears on uh, Metal Jesus Rocks, you know. It, I think it was on a Hidden Gems episode. I always say that, you know, if a big YouTuber <laughs> shows off the game, then the, the price skyrockets. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Well, I have no memories with it. Same kind of thing. I uh, was kind of shocked it was a beat-em-up I hadn't played yet, and I love my beat-em-up games. So. Anyways, um, this game was published by Vic Tokai and developed by Almanac Corporation. Almanac, I guess. I don't know if you guys looked at the much what they've done. Um, uh, yeah, so I actually did because we covered one of their games on Retro Obscura, turns out. Um, Super Mad Champ for the uh, Super Famicom, which is like a Road Rash knockoff. Uh, but they also made Cosmic Carnage yep. on the 32X, yep. X, and you can totally tell um, there's some of the same style uh, in that game. It I find anyway, there's a similar style um, to some of the the graphics uh, between the two titles, um, and something some some similarity I feel anyway. But um, yeah, I recognize that um, you know they've done Sheehan's Revenge, which was like a SNES, SNES game you could play with a mouse, <laughs> which is really interesting. Um, but it was like um, almost like a a uh, on-rail shooter, and then um, it, see they've made a few games for for Enix and for a few other corporations, um, and then they made this really interesting game called Wonder Project um, and Wonder oh, it was Wonder Project J and Wonder Project J two on uh, on the N sixty four, and they, they were basically like almost like uh, life simulators and. Uh, 
basically I, I think in one you you uh, basically care for a, a robot girl and another one you care for a robot boy uh, interesting concepts in those games but this is a unique I think unique in the library games they made they really didn't make another um, beat em up slash fighting game this was <laughs> the only one of those types of games they made and they really didn't last much longer than making one more uh, game on the Sega Saturn for Enix, so kind of interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you know it, what's really interesting in this next piece here, um, we were talking about the music earlier, um, the composer and the actual uh, did the sound design and actually created the tunes was named uh, Kazuo Sawa, and this person actually did quite a bit of uh, uh, he did some of my, super, my favorite super compo- dodgeball, <laughs> River City Ransom yeah, a lot of Double Dragon stuff, stuff. Yeah. like wow, uh, for Technos, and then his one soundtrack on Sega Genesis bless his heart <laughs> I hate this soundtrack, I do not oh. like it, <laughs> maybe one song on this whole soundtrack I can get into, but oh, everything like, else feels like they use the same. Uh, he uses the same pea soup, uh, like almost like a punk beat to it. Yeah. But I, I, I just I don't have. Of course, I don't have the nostalgia for this game. So anything I'm looking at is very. It's very subjective um, to my experience playing the game now, and just like. But but I also try to compare it to like. Okay, well, what other games were coming out around this time? I feel like you know this is this was the one Sega Genesis game he worked on music for and you compare that to like all the nes soundtracks he did uh and i i just i don't feel like it measures yeah. up i mean like he, he did like the original beat-em-up game like renegade right <laughs> it's like yeah. man did all the kunio <laughs> stuff <laughs> kind oh, of yeah, shock, yeah kind of and uh, river city ransom has you know one of my favorite tunes in that game uh, it's really catchy stuff so like the in this game, I just can't remember any of the songs, and that's kind of how I felt about Last Battle, which was like, you know, I can tell this composer is competent, but uh, <laughs> just not feeling these tunes. Yeah, because Super Dodgeball had some of my favorite tunes too. Like every time I played that game, like I could remember oh, yeah. every little stage. Such good stuff. All right, so this game was released in 93, like we mentioned. Um, the going price for this right now, like I said, it wasn't real cheap. Definitely not in the discount bin right now. Um, it's averaging on pricecharting.com uh, $32 loose and uh, $74.65 complete. Uh, I ended up getting this game for about $26 on eBay, so definitely not a cheap one by any means. Take it you bought it loose. I did buy it loose, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been, I've been trying to buy all these games complete. I just I couldn't swing the seventy dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About three years ago, I was looking for this game because I was had just bought my Genesis again, and I was like, I need some good games, and started going through, and I was like, I need to get this game, and I saw the price, and I said, well, I can leave that one on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I need other things like food. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Rob, did you go get this game? How do you usually? No, no, I, I actually didn't buy this one. So yeah, I kind of had to, you know, take the emulation around. Play <clears throat> you played the demo version, I got you. Yeah, uh, yes, of course. Okay. I no, I do plan on buying it though. Oh eventually, wow! Once I save up enough money. Wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we need those ever drives, right? The pirate's oh, life yes. for me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, so, oh, does, I, I have the story in front of me from Moby Games, but does, does anyone know the story or want to go into it? Or, uh, I, I can just read it. <laughs> the, if not, the time is oh. 1999. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, do you want me to read the intro in a yeah, nice voice? <laughs> yeah, do, do that, Joe. <laughs> 
It's the year 1999. The Bio Beast Force, lead by God Case. Oh, God Caser Hell attacked the Earth and dominated the people of Earth in only a few days. The Earth has been demolished and polluted by the weapons they used, and out of and the out of control ecosystem has shown the effect of the aftermath. The survivors of the Holocaust escaped underground, living in fear of the attacks by the Steel Mask Force. But even with fear and despair among many, Dr. Kabuto has secretly succeeded in creating the Mazinger Z. It's got a good voice. I love <laughs> voice. <laughs> and that's about the entire story of the game. You will never see any more cutscenes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and no explanation of what's actually going on after you know, between stages or anything. You're absolutely right. The only thing that you get is it'll tell you like where the stage is, and that's yeah. about it. And that felt more like a Street Fighter thing, like, oh, right. okay, suddenly we're in Egypt. <laughs> right. I guess he hopped on a plane, yeah. and now we're Japan. in Africa. <laughs> Japan. China. USSR. <laughs> but, okay, 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 again with, uh, sorry, again with the soundtrack, you would think, okay, we're going to India. We're going to hear some awesome, like, Gamelan music or, you know, something with a Bollywood touch. No, it's, <laughs> mm, it's not. It's kind of, a, a fu- yeah. well, it's futuristic-y. But it's still got that <laughs> thing going on. Oh, well, I love the story there. Ten times better than I would have done it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like we mentioned already, this we would kind of consider this genre as beat 'em up. Uh, if you guys have ever played Power Rangers the movie, it, to me it's kind of has that similar feel that uh, you got a beat 'em up level, uh, very side scrolling, and then at the end of the, of the level there's a boss. You kind of picture yourself like a. Uh, getting into a zord and fighting a big uh, uh, monster but that's kind of what it is it, it, it the controls actually change from your beat em up areas to your uh, main boss which turns into almost like a 2d fighting game so very cool get weaker. Uh, and the 2d fighting <laughs> game is uh the controls are horrible yes. and <laughs> ai is bad as well like I, I when i played it earlier on on the uh facebook live like i was trying to legit fight and i was like okay guys like not for anything like there's only one way to beat these guys and i literally just crouched in low attack yep, the entire time exactly. i cheesed them i cheesed them and, <laughs> that's, and that's the only way exactly, to do it it's the yeah, only way to exactly do it exactly what we did uh when we played uh slaughter sport and uh when we played that other horrible game i can't even mention the worst game we've ever reviewed on this show uh what what, what was it called again do you I, even remember i can't like, remember party hide and seek no, no. Barney was Hard- better. Barney Hide and Seek was Heavy Nova. Not. I can't remember it. Heavy Nova. Yeah, Chevy Nova. That's Chevy it. Nova. There you go. Excellent. Chevy Heavy Nova. Nova. Uh, yeah. So the fighting in this game wasn't as bad as that, but it felt kind of in that realm of like, oh, let's make a fighting game and let's decide not to give the main character any f- special moves. Right. And let everyone else throw projectiles. <laughs> right. The amount of times I tried to do the Hadouken was just ridiculous. I'm like, it doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, I did. And I was like, hurricane kick. Nope. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty difficult. I, I did beat this game yeah, last night. I, I beat the game last night on easy mode. And I used like, every one of my continues on the negative Mazinger. Which I don't know. Yeah, he was tough. My goodness. I beat him. It was weird. I beat him the second time, 
but uh, you know, after dying once and um, shouting an expletive, which <laughs> I <laughs> never do. No, I, I'm dead serious. Like I hardly ever cuss in real life, and he was so frustrating because it was almost like he was saving up all his energy just to kill me. <laughs> At the very end, like I was wailing on him, and then at the very end, it was suddenly like he was blocking every attack. <laughs> you I, can, jerk. I, can, I can picture yep. that like a Christmas story. He was like, "Fudge." <laughs> That's not what I said. Uh, Zoli. <laughs> no, the boss that gave me a problem, I think, was the the Bio Beast, and I want to say it was Garada KZ. I was. It was yeah, not the, the one. one. It, no, I think it was the second. Second or third Slughead. Boss. Slughead was Slughead. the second one. They kind of start to blend together after a while. I, I like how Slughead comes out of nowhere. You get all these crazy robot names, and you gotta fight Slughead. Yeah. <laughs> but these, it's cool that these are based off of actual characters from the manga. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the character designs are awesome, man. I, I, I think that's one of the things that really shines in this game is just how unique the bosses look. Um, I, I don't know. I was really impressed with Slughead, he kind of looks like a mix between like the the original alien and like Conan the Barbarian at the same <laughs> yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, what was the other one? The dinosaur one. Um, Dino Beast. Dino, Dino Beast. Beast. He looked awesome. He looked awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that that looks awesome. And, and you know the, I think um, and I think you guys touched on it. Like just the animations themselves of the characters. You know just. It's like one fluid swing when your your main character hits somebody, and and uh, same thing with the fight scene. Although the controls are a little clunky, it looks smooth on the screen. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, and uh, it looks great. I think the parallax scrolling, especially like yeah. near the end of the game, is just insane. Yeah. <laughs> you have like seven layers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it like that stuff is really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then just like the, I would say the variety of environments um, looks really nice, uh, and, and the the fluid uh, fluidity of the actual gameplay when you're in the main part of the game, especially, seems like it moves really fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel if this was just a like a uh, side-scrolling beat 'em up, this game would have been absolutely Great. a underrated gem. Yeah. Two player, um, make it two player. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yes. But. Oh my god, those fighting scenes kill. I mean, it doesn't kill the game, but it brings it down. The momentum yeah. really kills it. And, and and for me, here's the other big thing, guys. Uh, what kind of brings this game down is the fact that you feel like you've seen everything the game actually has to offer outside of art assets by the third level. That's Absolutely. True. And what, the game continues it on another four levels, and then you have to fight every single boss <laughs> all over again if you yeah. play it through normal mode. Not and me. they fight the, the, the hell Mazinger, <laughs> Mazinger yeah. at the very end. Yeah. Um, that, the platforming stage was kind of cool where you're getting chased. Um, that was a little clunky with the controls because mm. I, I thought that was kind of interesting. Once yeah. you got the hang of it, it wasn't so bad. And then you yeah. realize, wait, is this dinosaur beast helping me or is it yeah. trying to kill me? Because it's like he would come up. It's like you would jump on a platform and then if you didn't time it right, you know, you'd die. Um, it just kind of reminded me of Battletoads a little bit. Um, but you know, with the, the platforming parts, but then like he'd have an arm that would swoop in, you jump on his arm and then suddenly you'd be able to jump back off. I didn't feel like he yeah. could hurt you any, but he was just kind of helping you along your way. Yeah. <laughs> he was chasing you and helping you at the same time. I think one of the biggest disappointments I found with the game, especially revisiting it is that like there's no variety in the 
enemies that you fight in the side scrolling like they're all really repeated and like very generic and yet the bosses like that's where i feel like they put the most effort is bosses and backgrounds yeah yeah you yeah, know. I see that. Well, it's even for- some of the boss battles, what I found very repetitive was the fact that, like, okay, this is the third time I've had a giant foot step on the screen. <laughs> right, and it's right, like, right. You know, I thought guy. it was amazing. <laughs> that was awesome the first time. The second time, I was like, oh, it's still pretty cool. The third time, I'm like, okay, guys. <laughs> Enough with the it's feet. It's just a giant foot, and I'm just going to attack the Achilles heel, and it's going to go down. It's on... And it wasn't even like I had to really dodge. I know it was uneasy when I played it, but it's like I didn't feel like I really had to dodge that hard. Right. To not die on that part. It's just like a weird let up in the difficulty. <laughs> like almost like if uh, if someone like Konami had designed this game, it, it would have been insane. It, it, with the same graphics that you got in this game, it, even that would be fantastic it would have been strider yeah strider was a <laughs> honestly yeah strider was a great great capcom title uh yeah. I, I think we still did we ever cover that i forget nope we've not covered strider <laughs> no. i forget we spoiler yeah. spoiler <laughs> alert spoiler. but do you know where it's going on the ranking sheet no you don't so you <laughs> i can tell you where strider 2 is going right near the bottom spoiler. <laughs> garbage can yeah is it better than heavy nova though stay tuned it is slightly better <laughs> leaving all the suspense out man come on <laughs> oh. no, well I'd... it's really hard to scrape the bottom of the barrel like that much it's... yeah yeah. So, so for a, a beat 'em up game, I thought the control schemes, was, well, this control scheme was very good. It had the Streets of Rage control scheme, where the your A button was kind of your special attack, your B button was your uh, main attack, and then your C button was your jump. Um, I definitely liked the varied attacks you could do. Um, I mentioned this in any beat 'em up game I play. I like the combo strings you do. Um, I'm not big on the last battle altered beast type beat 'em up where you hit someone once and they fall. 80 miles off the screen. This actually had like <laughs> this had a combo system, and then uh, you could do things like dash attacks. You could um, do a normal jumping attack, or you could dash jump and do like a spinning attack. You could actually jump and do a down attack. Uh, so there's a lot of variety of how you could attack. And every now and then I would throw an enemy. And I'm not sure how I did that. Do you guys have any clue how that works? Yeah, I think if you just get right up in his face, uh, get up on his grill. It doesn't throw. Get up <laughs> in his grill. Pretty okay. much. Um, and, and yeah, I would compare, honestly, I know Streets of Rage is what people say, but I feel more like Golden Axe, uh, because of the ability to run across the screen, um, which you could do in the first Golden Axe, I think in a later yeah, yeah. Streets yeah. of Rage game. Definitely. Uh, but go- I think of Golden Axe 1, um, especially the fact that you have a sword, um, uh, and, and so you kind of have that kind of range with your, your sword weapon. Uh, and, and then, like, the high jumping, like, the almost comically high jumping that you do in this game, uh, it's pretty cool. I, I, what I felt like I ended up doing most of the game, though, was I would do a run, I'd do the jump, and then I'd do, like, the somersault sword attack thing yeah. uh, to kind of clear enemies away. And then uh, once I figured out that, oh, I can just spam my special attack, which kind of drains your... Uh, your life, kind of like in uh, Ninja Turtles 3, I think it was, where you could mm-hmm. use something like that that would drain your life. Um, that I would just save that for like the end of area, you know, the the boss screen, 
where he would be the background and his arms would fly out. That that seemed to be like the best way to beat those bosses because sometimes it felt like when his arms came out, if you weren't lined up just right, the hit detection was a little weird where you had to hit it just right for it to register a hit. So I just ended up spamming my special attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of did the same thing with a lot of the running and the kind of the cyclone type spin attack, especially when there's a lot of enemies on the screen that really helped out. Yeah, and I also liked when you could tap B and he'd do the uh, E Honda move, where it just keeps. Yes, uh, I forgot yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Street Fighter E Honda. Oh yeah. I think Came I actually, in handy. Yep. Damn, go. That's great. I, I didn't. I didn't even know you could do that. So that's one of his uh, special moves in the game. Yeah, you hit it real fast. And you, Rob, you probably did the same thing. Like when the when the big foot's coming down, I would get behind the like the ankle of the big foot and just start spamming it with the E Honda yep. move. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, and that actually cool. reminds me, it's, and it's kind of appropriate for the next 40 minutes of the day, uh, of the Ghostbusters game. You know how, like, Stay Puffed would come in, and he'd try to uh, hit you from either side? That's how mm -hmm. the bosses were in this game, like, yeah. toward, you know, toward the end of each level. they try to, you know, grab you from either side, or try to step on you from either side of the map, or the screen, so. Today's it immediately made me think of that. Today's Ghostbusters day, is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was. I didn't know that. Yeah. I think 33 years since the first film came out. Wow. It's Cray. It's Cray. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was terrible. Love me some Ghostbusters. Oh, yes. The game was a gem. Go check out our archive. We, we covered the yeah. Ghostbusters game. Great game. Classic. Uh, what was, I was going to say something about this game. Um, you love the soundtrack? So, Yes, I love this sound. It's my favorite. You know, I'm listening to it right now instead uh -huh. of you guys. Um, you need to cover I'm some blasting. songs from that. Cover some songs Shoot, from that. Man. <laughs> Shoot, I will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I will. Right. Uh, so we didn't talk about the voice acting in this game. There's little voice samples, um, but it's kind of like that cat scratch fever uh, voice sample. <laughs> like, the voice samples are just really low quality. Like, they put all their effort into the, the actual graphics, and it was like, oh, we've got a little bit of RAM, a, a little bit of a space left over for the, <laughs> for the sound, so why don't we just let our sound designer use, like, the lowest quality samples possible? <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, you get to one stage where you, you finally fight a female enemy, and I kid you not, it sounds like a pig. Like, <laughs> you know, like, just oinking. Um, so there's one enemy in this game, or it goes kind of... <laughs> like that. <laughs> but a female pig, there you go. Miss Piggy. That's right. And then, like, oh, so when you actually beat uh, one of the one-on-one -on -one, uh, fighting stages... Do you guys notice what what is Mazinger actually say, saying when he wins? Testing, testing. Like I, <laughs> I don't I'm know what sure. that sample is. Sega. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, what's funny Best is I might actually have the samples. I have like the samples from like almost every Sega Genesis game, so I might actually have the isolated sample so I could figure it out. Um, but I'm kind of lazy right now. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna have to use that for a song, man. The Mazinger sound. Mm -hmm. Man, I'll you there, there's definitely some cat yep. dying stuff going on. <laughs> dying cats. I, I didn't hear a whole <laughs> lot of that. 
Well, it's not like EA levels of Dying Cat. It's more like, just, not Rob in Hubbard, my so. opinion, just like ah. the, the <laughs> compositions of the actual game that are... Like with the Rob Hubbard stuff, those are some good compositions. No, I okay? don't I think those are solid compositions with with some of the admittedly goofy choices EA made for the, um, the actual instruments and patches. <laughs> with this game, I just... There's nothing that really grabs me. Nothing that really grabs me and go, you know, kind of like like a if you played like Street Fighter Two or something like, man, like that's you know like a Guile theme or something gets stuck in your head all day, right? Oh man. All right, I'm sorry. Guile theme, so good. That's okay. All right. So we talked about the boss battles. That was my next part. I do have to mention um, when when the guy's walking on either the 2D, uh, like the beat him up stage or the TD fighting, he's got a little bit of the Belmont strut. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about, Rob? The Belmont strut. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, where he's kind of like does. moving his arms. <laughs> he must work out. out. Like uh, he owns the streets, like yeah. he's a like Saturday Night Fever or something. I, I titled that the Belmont strut back when we covered Castlevania on one of the old retro junkie shows. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, kind of forgot oh, about man. that. Oh man, John Morris has like the total Castlevania strut. Oh, and, uh, oh he does. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> Think about uh, bloodlines. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, so we talked about that. Um, graphics, I think we talked about a little bit too. I and I, I agree with Rob. I think the de- the great detail in here, and I know the controls stink for the boss battles, but yeah, you just look at the, some of the stages. I'm playing the, uh, I'm trying to beat Slughead on normal, and I can't right now. But the uh, <laughs> the India stage just looks so cool. Like there's the pillars in the in the foregrounds yeah. that kind of you know you mentioned with the scrolling and stuff earlier. And there's that uh, one slug type enemy or that the one enemy that kind of like shifts around the screen he's, he's annoying to fight but it's oh, a yeah. really cool effect on the yeah, genesis yeah. i mean it's just and the animations of, of the fighting the guy's uh, the flail he's using with the chains on it and it's, it's floating around real cool so oh, there's a lot of attention to detail there you know even though the <laughs> controls do suck and make <laughs> they're, they're not i mean i don't know they're they're playable i like I said, I, I literally sat there last night and tried to beat the negative amazing or whatever the heck it was called. Like it literally took me 30 minutes to beat that thing, but I just kept doing it over and over and over. Did not give up. So there's some fun to be had, not a lot, but some. <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But I love the graphics there. I do. Yeah, I no. I mentioned that uh, I I enjoy the graphics. I think. Uh, they're some of the most solid graphics on the Sega Genesis in general, um, especially around that time, 1993. You know, there would be a few other games that I think, like Gunstar Heroes, that I think overall are, are just better, maybe better looking games. Uh, but this one, the variety of environments, uh, especially like the first level where it's like, oh wow, we've gone through like three different scene changes in one level. Uh, a lot of really cool stuff, and even even though um, I slag on the uh, the fighting area, which just feels very sluggish, mm. uh, the backgrounds look really cool, and uh, the way the fighters actually animate uh, with independently moving joints and things, yeah, uh, absolutely. It, it it I think it it's really good looking for the Sega Genesis, especially with like the limited color palette. 
uh, compared to other systems, the, the use of color in the game and color gradients uh, was really put to good effect. Like, there's a lot of, uh, you know, like if you get to uh, Egypt or something, there's kind of a, a gradient effect uh, that makes it look like there's more colors than there actually are on the screen. Mm-hmm. And some dithering that it makes it look pretty cool. Yeah, this is one game that I actually would like to see like an HD remake of because it's already a gorgeous game. Yeah. But to update the graphics and maybe uh, improve on the fighter uh, engine <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, you know, uh, I think this game would be just solid. Solid. Mm. <laughs> and yeah. Oh, go ahead, Rob. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I totally agree with you guys. Uh, I think one of my only gripes, well, besides maybe a little bit of the repetitiveness like Aaron touched on, after like the third or fourth boss fight, you kind of see the same formula, plus you've got to face all the bosses again at the end. Uh, but besides that, you know, it, the, I think the, the biggest thing is the kind of clunky controls for the, the, the boss scenes. But at the same time, like that was kind of ambitious of them to do that. I just wish that it could have felt like... A, Almost like you get a snippet of a Street Fighter mm. fight, you know. And I know right. that's asking a lot, but I like the fact that they changed up the game style and the game dynamic um, a couple times in the game. You know, you'd get your traditional beat 'em up, you know, kind of Golden Axe style beat 'em up. Then you'd get, you know, the the pre-boss fight where you got to fight the the feet or the hands or whatever. Then you'd get the actual like fighter game fight. Uh, and then there was even one uh, level where I can't remember what it was but like you actually ride something and fire at things so it almost plays like a shooter does mm. but I, I can't remember what level that was so you know i, I, I kudos yeah, for I, them I, for changing things up i don't know if i if i got to do something like no, that in, uh, i, I think it's say. in the dino dinosaur stage maybe yeah maybe i was gonna say like, i think it's in the third level there's guys in these little uh like scooter transports that fly by you and if you can hop on it Oh, okay, yeah, that's what it was. Oh, I didn't try that. They they look like little Battletoads things, right? Yes, yes. Yes. (laughs) That's right. I never tried that. Yeah, so it definitely offers a lot there. You got to give them credit for, you know, trying. Yeah, they tried. Yeah, it's definitely a very ambitious game. Oh, yeah. It's a very trying game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how how many uh how many is there just one more stage after you beat easy mode? You literally just uh, it's literally no. There's no more stages. It's literally okay. We're gonna let you fight another boss and then another, uh, then the five bosses you just fought and then you get to fight <laughs> Hell Mazinger. Yeah, and then and then that's the end of the game. Like that's that was it. It was like oh you beat easy mode. Here's a bunch more bosses to fight. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, good. It didn't really feel like there was a ramp up in difficulty of the stages. Um, by the time I got to, like, you know, in some games it feels like, oh, this is definitely the last level. <laughs> like, when you play Contra, it's like, there's crap flying from everywhere. It's like, this is the last level. Yeah. I yeah. can tell. <laughs> Epic but in this one, I felt like when you get to when you get to level five on this one, it's like, you know what? I I can't. I could. It's like, am I, I done yet? I feel like they could have. Uh, yeah, am I done yet? Or you feel like, huh? Is this gonna keep going? Like, what direction is this game gonna go in? Because I feel like it. It's already shown me what's gonna happen. <laughs> 
So uh, you have a Moby. Don't you usually go to like uh, Moby Games and, and see if anyone rated it? I do, but that's later in the show, Aaron. Oh, you know what? I'm just <laughs> jumping the gun. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So if this is the end of the game discussion, I do have the uh, the final um, countdown text after you beat the game. Yeah, read that. <laughs> no, same voice though. You gotta use that same voice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I can do this. Such a team player. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Mazinger Z, the Earth regained peace. But the demolished ecology of the Earth was never restored. The year 2016, people on Earth started the Mars Immigration Project in search of a new land to live in peace. But Hellforce has begun its campaign to invade Mars. Mazagrazi shall fight again, this time to crush the ambition of Hell forever and for the future of the mankind. <laughs> the Which mankind. was good. Which we know is a lie because they never made a sequel. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, they're going to have quite a surprise when they get to Mars and realize Mars has no atmosphere. Yeah. But they're going to make Mars great again. That's right. right. That's terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if you were to watch Mars Attacks, you know, those little, those little, oh, yeah. those little aliens are not nice. So. No, not at all. It's a gruesome movie, by the way. Oh, I know. Good actors in that movie all around. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, if that's the end of the game discussion, I think we can hit the retrofitted achievements. The Genesis Gems Retrofitted Achievements. So, so my my first one's probably going to be very predictable. Um, Mazinger, I hardly know. No, I can't say that. <laughs> no, sir. I'm kidding. That's not that's not an achievement. Actually, my first achievement is uh, E Honda, eat your heart out, and that's beat ten enemies in a row using only the quick attack. Oh, so nice. I had one just like that. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, I had one <laughs> called uh, Mi Honda, which Mi- was uh, rapidly pressed B to do the super sword. Mi Honda. Honda, Mi Honda. You Honda, Mi Honda. Mine is uh, Silver Snail Dead, and that is killing all the roly poly snails in uh, snail robots in stage 1 2. Nice. Mine is. Um, anytime I notice you fight. Uh, a one-on-one fight. Uh, for some reason, the AI is kind of dopey, and will just the, the enemy will just stop and not do anything if it realizes you're blocking, yep. and you're <laughs> you're like crouching in a certain position. It won't do anything. It'll just stay there, like the you whole each other. like the game's frozen. Yeah, and so uh, I think my achievement was uh, take a picture. It'll last longer because <laughs> you're just kind of stuck there until you until you flinch. My uh, next one is uh, get by with a little help from his hand. That's uh, riding the <laughs> Dino Beast hand <laughs> throughout the platform level. That's good. I, I got one about that one. That's good. Uh, well, you know, speaking of the Dino one, since you brought that one up, let me skip ahead. I had it written down here. Oh, okay. Th- this one I, I think you guys will appreciate. Holy Dino! <laughs> uh, and this is basically where you ride the Dino in round three. But don't worry, guys. You can see his scales, but you know he's clean. Nice. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, that's terrible. Thank that's you, nice. Ronnie James Rob. <laughs> You've heard the Kill Switch Engage version of that song. It's so good. <laughs> well, you know, what? I don't think I have. Oh, you've got to go listen to it. Oh, so. I will. I remember that uh, Nick actually showed me that version of the song. Ooh. It's pretty cool. Mm. Yep. Check it out. And I'm not generally a Kill Switch Engage fan, so it was oh, pretty I love, cool. I love Kill Switch. <laughs> so, my next one is. Morphin time with a question mark. <laughs> Enter the boss fight. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. wondered. I yeah, I did wonder. Is he actually morphing? Because it's like it seems like he's one size. Yeah. Right. <laughs> during the normal game, and then then he's like a million times bigger during the. Yeah. He's gotta be. He's gotta be morphing or getting bigger morphing. somehow. Because somehow. I I noticed this in the first level. This the first side scrolling area. It's like these guys can't be fifty feet tall because I see like. <laughs> bushes in the background <laughs> i see almost like a corporate setting where it's like right. oh here's a corporate walkway and, and you know <laughs> you've got someone planted a bunch of bushes i'm like yeah that's I, I think they're normal size here maybe the creators in the background going make my hero grow all the power Nice. Uh, do you have another one, Aaron? Uh, I do not, but in typical fashion, I'll probably think of one <laughs> by the time we wrap around again. They're always good, too. He's quick on his feet. Um, I had just one more, and this one I called uh, Peekaboo, and this is getting killed by a priest. Uh, when it, I call it a priest. There's these priest-looking dudes, right? They have like these big sleeves. Like yep. They're just like, oh, I'm just kind of wondering what's up here. And he pulls a sword out of nowhere. And I know! It's like, Peekaboo! <laughs> I, th- I think I had one of, uh, on them too. Let me see. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, here's. See, I I, th- I thought they were monks. So here's mine. Somebody's got a bad case of the monks, <laughs> and that's uh, you know getting killed by a vampire monks in uh, round two two. So there you go. <laughs> nice. Nice. I I, I, fi- I feel like an overachiever. <laughs> oh, go L- for it. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I've quite a, I've quite a list. A Jover achiever. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Good job. Um, oh, good. I also have Skeletor, you are not. Defeat the first boss. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, oh, you got another one? Sorry. You, I, I do, but uh, if you got one, go ahead. Rob's probably got like 20. <laughs> well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one has to do with uh, your ability to jump around which is my my favorite ability in this game is to jump around the screen and uh, kill enemies with your spinning slash attack and so this is called jump around pack it up pack it in let me begin <laughs> oh, i came awesome. to win but i made that to sin <laughs> won't have a slack up punky better back up <laughs> I, I had one for that too called rocky like a hurricane <laughs> nice <laughs> we all did yeah. some music yeah. how about you rob uh, I've got a musical one there. Uh, there was a boss named, uh, let me look, Buster Claw. Yeah. yeah. York. Okay, so here's mine. This is kind of a reach, but just work with me, guys. <laughs> Don't just stand there, Buster. Move. Uh, <laughs> spinning Buster Claw against a wall and spamming him until he dies. Nice. There you go. That's going to be a Buster Rams joke. Nah. I just, all that came to mind for me was like Buster Douglas KO box. I don't oh, know why. Buster Douglas. <laughs> uh, 
also have athlete's foot, which is defeat the foot in the first level. <laughs> oh, that's <nice>. awesome. <laughs> nice. Uh, next one I've got is, oh my gosh. Hey, don't shoot the Mazinger. All right, and that <laughs> is getting shot by literally anybody in the game who has a gun. Nice. Yes, and what's funny is, if I understand right, the original uh, mecha in this game actually has a beam attack, but you never get to use it in the game. Um, I have a Mazin Spaz, and that's do your special attack. <laughs> nice. And That's oh kind of like the just flail your limbs around. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Fast. literally. <laughs> and then the last one I have is Mazinga, and that is outsmarting... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any anybody in the game and beating them that way. So you just cleverly say Mazinga. Oh, Sheldon. <laughs> nice. And I have two more, so I beat Mr. Oh, Luther. Wow. wow. So I have, I have feeling sluggish, which is defeat a slug. Those little nice. roly-poly slugs. And then the last one, to top it all off, when you continue in the game, you get the achievement Rise from Your Grave. Dave. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Those were good. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, really outdid us, Aaron. <laughs> oh, they did. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's ask that big question. Is it a gym? Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm no. sorry, Jose. I didn't mean to cut you off. <sighs> you I, ruined then it. I had one more. He had to beat me. This... <laughs> no, no, no. You still beat me. This is my last one. This is my last one. Okay. I just saw this. Uh, this is terrible, and it's probably not worth the wait, but I'll say it anyway. All right. My last one is Hello, Mothra. Hello, Faya. And this is trying to beat the giant moths and the flamethrower guys in round four. So there yes. you go. <laughs> the, and that's yeah, that a Camp Granada reference <laughs> going way back. Yeah, way know, older than any uh, of us. Uh, that's, gotta, that's still great. Yeah, I remember that. All right. I remember the, uh, the other version of that song, too, but that's another story. <laughs> for another podcast. For another yes. Show. All right, maybe I can do this segue again. Let's ask that big question. Is this game a gym? <laughs> Sorry. You're all right. Is this game a gym? Is it good or is it garbage? Critical reception. So Moby Rank's critic score gave this game 75 out of 100, which is pretty good. Uh, one of the notable review headlines I read on here came from EGM back in December 93. It uh, says, The bosses in this game have have to be seen to be believed. They are fantastic. As a side-scrolling hack-and-slash, Amazing Saga is a winner with very solid gameplay and killer music. One problem, the game is a little short. So, that was strange. I guess they actually like the uh, 2D fighting, whatever. So let's... short, wow. Yeah, that's what I thought. So let's go see what our listeners think. I don't hear on Facebook. Again, if you want to be involved in the conversations, you gotta go join our group at facebook.com slash group gyms. So the very first comment comes from our friend Dan Tolan. says, It's flipping good, if I remember right. I'll test this and play it again tonight. Then I shall decide <laughs> its fate. Uh, Brian Jellison says, A gym. Anthony Pig says, A gym. One of my favorites, although I've yet to beat it. Don't forget to check out the Mazinger Z anime. It's based on... It's based on another Go Nagi anime like Cutie Honey, Devil Man, and Devil Lady. So if you like that kind of stuff, uh, check out what Anthony just said. Apparently, there's a movie coming out too. Yeah. A new anime based on Mazinger. Well, that's cool. Uh, Freddy Velasquez says it's a it's it's a great fun game, but for me, it falls short of a gem. Andrew Coed says, "Nice choice. I've only played this in the, the in the demo version, but there's fun to be had." This gives me the excuse to dig back into 
to dip. Bleah. This gives me the excuse to dig back into it. Potential gym. Uh, Chris Vanderhoff says, never heard of it. Philip Vaughn says, awesome cover art. Josh Dykeman says, I wish I could say I played it. A game store near me had has has this complete for $35, so I'll be waiting with bated breath for your verdict so I know whether or not it's worth the money. It's worth it. Go buy it. Especially for $35 <laughs> complete in box. Yeah, absolutely. You can at least sell it back for that $75. I was going to say, that's an investment. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Matt Daly says, I'm going to call it a hidden gem. Never heard of it before, so I'm pleasantly surprised. A fighting game with some variety, excellent graphics and music. Lots of different enemy types, and I like the one-on-one battles. Definitely try this in demo mode, at least. And the last one comes from Andrew Coed, who came back and said, Had a chance to play this a little more. Gets pretty hard quickly. Bosses are huge, which was cool. I would say it's a game that would be nice to own, but not a must-have. So it's only good, not quite a gem. So it had some mixed results from our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and go. Um, I'm going to call this game... Yeah, those borderline gem, borderline good. I'm going to go ahead and say it's just good. Um, I do really like it. I'm going to play it again. It's definitely staying in my collection for sure. Um, it, a little couple things lacking to be a gem, but um, it's definitely better than many of the beat em ups that are on the Genesis and on the 16 bit era. Bit era. So if you guys do like games like Streets of Rage or the Power Ranger games, give this a shot. You will have fun. I think the 2D fighting at the boss battles, like we mentioned, kind of holds it back from being a gem because some of those stages just really made me mad. But uh, really, that's me. I, I, I do like the uh, the animations are great, the graphics are great, the gameplay on the beat 'em up level is very smooth. Nothing was unfair. A lot of different variety in the uh, attacks, like I mentioned. But uh, again, the boss battles kind of keep us from being a gem. So I'm gonna say just good. Um, for me, I was really struggling with this game, guys. <laughs> really struggling, uh, and, and maybe I, I don't. Maybe it's because I don't have nostalgia for it or for the IP. Um, I think if it was something like if you'd reskin this and this was Ninja Turtles, I would probably be more kind to it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, even Ninja Turtles, I felt like had more variety on uh, in terms of the side scroller gameplay. Um, the beat-em-up beat aspects were solid at first until I realized it was just got super repetitive um, to me. Um, and, and then getting to the the fighting stage after, you know, the, the fighting stage boss um, in between the, the other levels um, just really didn't do it for me. It kind of grinded the, the game to a halt where it just felt like a chore to keep playing the game. Uh, so for me, while and of course the music, I I cannot agree f- with the guy from EGM who said it was killer music. It's not killer music, guys. Sorry, <laughs> it's really not. Um, it's killing me. All right, <laughs> <laughs> you're killing me, Smalls. Yeah. Uh, but no, for me, it was kind of. It's not. I I think the graphics are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I think uh, it has some of the best presentation of any Sega Genesis game graphics wise but I think the gameplay could have been polished even more um, I I think uh, there was a great foundation in the side-scrolling parts um, I can't honestly say it's a hidden gem I, I think this game has gotten some hype uh, recently as more and more people are discovering it uh, but I can't say it's a hidden gem I, I think it's hidden uh, maybe for a reason, <laughs> but I I will say it's it's on the bottom end, 
bottom end of the good spectrum. I will go ahead and say good. I'm not going to say garbage because there are plenty of worse games on the Sega Genesis. But for me, it's just an average, almost mediocre game. So we'll say just good to keep it in our scale correctly. <laughs> um, I'm going to say... Man, you brought up a lot of good points, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, I, I already... Uh... <laughs> I, I made up I'm my mind. I'm gonna lure ya. I know, I know. You guys are bad for me. Uh, I was for sure gonna say a gem um, before we recorded this. I'm still gonna stick with it, but I'm not as sure as I was before. Um, I I think it's a really really good game, but you guys bring up a point. It is definitely repetitive. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the 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 beat 'em up aspect of it. I thoroughly enjoyed the presentation. The music didn't bother me, but the music didn't really stand out either. It was kind of serviceable. Um, i trying to think of what else. Oh, the, the animations I thought were really, really well done. Um, boss designs were very impressive for me. Um, I actually enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Altered Beast, which we did rank as a gem. So, therefore, that is my cutoff. I, I would say <laughs> it is a gem. Um, but it's a low gem, if, if that makes any sense. It's it's It just makes it, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, I probably have more love for Altered Beast just because of nostalgia. Me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Oh yeah. Um, what was it? One one more thing, I I think Rob about the uh, the boss battles. Um, I I thought yeah they they look great, but I kept on going back to the fact that it was like, why do they even in easy mode? It felt like you were so underpowered. Yeah, true. Why doesn't yeah. he have some sort of like special attack or something yep. that didn't make me go, okay, he's got like four swing moves. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> well, what it was is the people were living underground and they didn't have the resources, you <laughs> right. know, the science. Right, they couldn't find oh. uh, an actual swordsman. Right. <laughs> or someone, you know, to learn how to use magic like a yeah, normal legit. person. Yeah, um, so I'm going to surprise a lot of people. Um, this the game's garbage. No, I'm oh! joking. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say thanks. <laughs> um, believe it or not, um, I'm going to put this in the good spectrum. Um, and it's a solid good. I'm not going to... It's not inching towards gem. It's not inching towards garbage. It's just good. I think if they would have nailed the uh, fighting aspect of the boss battles, it would have definitely been a gem. Unfortunately, I feel that's enough of a problem to keep it in the good spectrum. Um, I suggest anybody who comes across this game or can emulate it, please do so. At least try it. it if For anything, just the first level. Um, it, it's fun at least for that short period of time <laughs> before it gets repetitive. Um, and, you know, as everybody else has you know, pointed out, I mean, the, the graphics are fantastic. Yes, the music isn't great, even though I like it. Um... <laughs> It's it's still overall, I, I can't sit there, especially when I look at the list of what you guys have already done as far as gems, good and garbage. I can't sit there and say it's worse than Last Battle, but I can't say that it's better than, say, Altered Beast. So, there you go. Yeah, I would say it's definitely better than, than Last Battle, which got repetitive, like, from the word go. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, move, like, 20 times slower. Right. And it was definitely better than Heavy Nova. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah. 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 I still hate you guys for reviewing that game and making me play that. 
That was torture. Without a love. <laughs> Every time we play a bad game, we reschedule like 20 times. <laughs> it's like, oh, we I did. Believe it. I believe yeah, it. Yeah, we sure did. That Borning game, I think, was like the most rescheduled <laughs> episode in history. <laughs> I still didn't make it. Like, you yeah. know what? I think I have a dentist appointment today. <laughs> That's why I just had you know my... What? You know what? I'm going to schedule one today, just in case. <laughs> That's why I just had my youngest son just kind of play it and give his reaction. <laughs> I guess will be some good feedback. Mm. <laughs> All right. Start having your kids review games for you that you don't want to play. That's right. <laughs> All right. So the uh, hosts say three out of four good, so we're going to lay the gavel down and call this one just good. So um, I don't know if you guys have opened up the uh, website, but I have the ranking list in front of me right now. Um... From a first glance, I'm going to give you all my opinion. Uh, I think this game is better than X-Men, but not better than Bonanza Brothers. That's where I had it on my list. What do you guys We're think? Close. We're close. I said that uh, I thought X-Men was a better game, but it wasn't better than uh, WWF Super WrestleMania. Nope. Hmm. Oh, you, did you say it was better than... Super WrestleMania, or it wasn't? Yes, yes, it was better. Yeah, yeah, I would agree that it's better than Super WrestleMania because I think that game is—it's <laughs> barely good. I yeah. think the other games in that it's series broken. are much better. But do you like yeah. better? Yeah. Do you like X Men better than better than this? No, I. Oh, actually, you know what? Yes, I do like X Men okay, better so than this, and and that again is nostalgia, more nostalgia for the characters and the fact that you could pick from all of them. But, uh, yeah, that game probably doesn't survive under scrutiny. Yeah. Um, if we were to compare gameplay wise, <laughs> this probably has better gameplay than X Men did. Oh, jeez. Um, maybe between Bonanza Brothers and X Men, what do you guys think? I'm kind of good either X-Men way because th- there is some nostalgia for me for X Men too. Yeah, it's got to go somewhere there. I'm, I'm not going to argue either way, but it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely better it under X Men. It's definitely better than Super WrestleMania. Okay. What, R- Rob D, I know you said you liked it better than Ultra Beast. <laughs> that's, yeah. way up there. <laughs> so I, that's way yeah. up there. But see, like I liked, but I liked Crewball better than I liked Ultra Beast, and here it is good. So, oh, no, man, right. yeah. <laughs> so what am I even doing here? <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy. Uh, Come back, please. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I, you know that that's a good spot for it, guys. I I think that's fair. It's definitely better than Chester Cheetah Too Cool to Fool. Oh it, no, <laughs> not definitely. It's better, but not definitely. <laughs> I still play that baseline all the time. See? <laughs> you like it. <laughs> Alright. So this will now be it's gonna we're gonna say it's uh, a little bit it's better than Super WrestleMania, not better than X Men. So this will be the new number forty three. X Men's forty two, Maze and Saga's forty three, and WrestleMania is forty four. So that is our official stamp on the list. I saved it, so there's no going back. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Alright. So guys, again, thanks for listening to Genesis Gems. Um, Please check out our website at www.genesisgemspodcast.com. That has all the links that we mentioned earlier in the show, uh, the groups, the page. And please go check out our Patreon, guys. $1 a month gets you an exclusive episode each month. Um, A lot of other cool stuff we have planned down down the road, so do that. We actually had a couple new patrons here in the past uh, couple weeks and one of them actually did the three dollar tier which actually gets you a you've been hearing at the beginning of our episodes and we've been sending it an email to the people but landon's been coming on and doing his hawkster voice and saying thank you <laughs> thank you all for being a genesis gym supporter and really really cool really cool landon jester so we actually have been putting those in the beginning of the shows and i actually have been emailing them to the folks who donated to that tier or more so check us out patreon.com slash genesis gems and again if you don't 
if you don't donate, hey, you still get this show for free. So, you know, no big deal. But it's been helping us with the, the cost. Not cheap to do this stuff, and we do it for the love of it. So it never hurts to give back. So, all right. So uh, what else can we plug here? So you you guys are working on Retro Skira some more, right, Aaron? Yes. We tried to record an episode, and we failed spectacularly. <laughs> <laughs> but we are coming back. We, we do have some content planned. And Dan's part awesome. of that? Dan Tolan's part of that. Yeah, Good. Dan. Dan is uh, gonna find some time to record with us, and uh, I, I know Paul's on board. I don't know about Adam. Come back, Adam. Yeah, we miss Adam. <laughs> but uh, yeah, where are you, buddy? He's around somewhere. Oh yeah, he'll come back. And then Rob, you guys are still heavy in Turtle Flakes, right? Oh, you know it, brother. You know. <laughs> yeah, well, we're trying to, um, you know, now that I've finally moved in and everything, and things have calmed down, we're trying to get back on to at least, you know, two to three episodes a month. Um, I'd like to get back to what we were doing weekly, but it's, you know, I'd also like to get back to the Retro Junkies. I'd like to get at least one one episode done a month, so that's kind of in the works. We're going to probably move feeds um, uh, from this, this other website, Blueberry.com, to back to our old um, feed website, which is Potomatic.com. Uh, we're probably going to switch some things up there and maybe re-release some old episodes, but... Uh, but yeah, it'll be it'll be good to kind of you know do at least one junkie show a month. So that that's the plan. At least two or three turtle flakes and one one junkies show a month. And maybe uh, maybe every now and then I'll show on uh, show up for a gem show. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I'll bless you with my presence. That's, that's the cool thing about our group, you know. And I know Aaron and I do some shows with just uh, the two of us, but we also have just the two of us. I had to sing it. Us. <laughs> we can make it if we try. <laughs> we, we we always invite Landon, and Josh, and Rob. Uh, they're always welcome back. So, so. and we appreciate. I appreciate that, Absolutely. man. Seriously. I know. I know Landon's probably gonna. He has to come to our Patreon episode. He loves Snatchers, so we definitely gotta make sure he's there. <laughs> but uh, and Joe, uh, plug your show again, man. Well, again, we'll put Joe's uh, link on our page. But go ahead and give you a a little plug again yeah so check out the radical retro roundup like i said uh i've been absent for a couple months but uh new episodes are coming i have a plan to be able to keep them streamlined and keep coming out and uh, i just want to second the gems and their uh patreon patreon is so important um someone who actually doesn't have funding and whatnot um i can only put out four maybe five episodes out at a time um, to stream out to people, so um, every little bit helps. Just want to throw that out there. Um, and, uh, yeah, just follow, follow the podcast and, you know, leave iTunes reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. Help each other out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Be, Absolutely. Be excellent to each other. <laughs> That's right. Be Thank you, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Party on, dudes. <laughs> Awesome. Well, guys, uh, stay tuned. We're going to try to get another regular episode out this month. We'll have another Patreon episode out. And um, hey, all you all that... Have go ahead. One more thing. One more thing. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention this on Sega Snippets. Um, a friend of mine uh, from... It's Catskill Productions basically is putting out a Sega Genesis cartridge. There's going to be, I think, 50 uh, initial run... It's going to be a Sega Genesis album full of original Sega Genesis music. Oh, it's open submission. Anyone can submit um, as long as you can export your file into a VGM file. If you don't know how to make Sega Genesis music, come contact me if, if, <laughs> if you're interested. 
uh, and I can I can help you out with that. But I will definitely be submitting. Uh, this is awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, I can't wait for this to come out. It's going to be really exciting. It's called YM2017 uh, because YM being the the Yamaha chip uh, that was used to make. Uh, Sega Genesis Music, YM2612. So it's YM2017.com. You can go to that. That will give you more details, and we'll put a link in the show notes. Very cool. Awesome. I love it. All right, guys. Well, we will also put uh, Turtle Flakes in the show notes, Retro Obscura, all that, so you guys have an easy way to get to all that. And uh, really really appreciate it. And then Aaron just sent me a message on Facebook here for the YM link, so that'll be on there as well. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, again, guys, really appreciate the support. I appreciate the listens. Keep the interaction up. That's what keeps us going. There's times when through the week I might have be having a tough day at work and I pop on the Genesis Gen, you know, Facebook page at, you know, at lunch or something I'm like man people are still talking I love it so love the community let's keep the community going whether you can spend money or not to our Patreon it doesn't matter keep the community going we love that stuff so appreciate it guys and until next time we will catch you all later later guys catch you later exiting Genesis Gems bye <laughs> <laughs> like to give a big thank you to the following patrons jared adams daniel tolan andrew coed stephen govditch otto gregerson rob luther jim jones jim matt daly alex ray jason wilson bradley smith alan tracy nick mellon trevor franklin andy layton nz17 john grayson joshua witt landon long and michael thank you for being a gem.